When you're online shopping for a house in the state of Florida, have you ever wondered why two houses in the same neighborhood that are listed for around the same price can have such drastically different property taxes? Stay tuned and I'll tell you why. Hey everybody, Melanie Atkinson here, Realtor with Smith & Associates in beautiful Tampa Bay, Florida, and it is way past time that I do an episode on Florida property taxes. Every state does their property taxes differently, so if you're thinking about moving to the state of Florida, you definitely need to stay tuned. I hear from people all around the country, and some people think our property taxes are super high, and other people think that they're perfectly reasonable. Because we don't have state income taxes, our property taxes are a huge way that our governments get the money that they need. So let me get into the details of Florida state property taxes. It does get a little complicated in parts. I will do my best to explain it without putting you to sleep. To start, I'm going to answer the question I asked in the very beginning. Why do two houses in similar neighborhoods have different property taxes? Well, the tax rates on those two houses do not differ. The taxable values of those houses do differ. And the way property taxes are figured out is the tax rate times the taxable value of a house. So why does this happen? Why do houses have different taxable values? In Florida, we have what's called the homestead exemption. You can homestead your primary residence in the state of Florida, which entitles you to a discount off the taxable value of your property of about $50,000, and it caps the amount that your taxable value can go up each year to 3%. The $50,000 discount off the taxable value is a great benefit, but for the purposes of this question, it's actually the 3% cap that matters more. Let me give you an example. Say you're looking to purchase a house in the West Chase neighborhood that the current owner bought 20 years ago for $450,000. That owner has lived there for 20 years and the property has been homesteaded the entire time. So on that house, the taxable value was based on the values of homes 20 years ago, and that taxable value has only increased by a maximum of 3% a year, and that 3% is not a guaranteed increase. Another thing to keep in mind is that property appraisers can decrease the values of a home. That happened a ton during the last downturn of the market from 2008 to 2011. The decreases that the property appraiser gave each home were actually really large. So when you're looking at a house that has been homesteaded for a long period of time, every year that house can either stay the same taxable value, it can go up one, two, maximum of 3%, or it can go down. So people who own their homes during the downturn of the market had these huge reductions in taxable value, but the increase can only be 3% a year. So all of this is just a long-winded way of me saying that if a property has been homesteaded and owned by the same owner for a very long time, then the property taxes that you're seeing on a particular house are probably suppressed because of the homestead exemption cap. So if you're comparing that with a house that's been sold several times over the last 20 years, then the taxes are going to look higher on that house just because it's been sold more often and more recently. So if both of those houses happen to sell in 2022 for around the same price, then most likely when property taxes are reassessed for those homes in 2023, then those tax bills will be very similar. It is so important to remember that when you're shopping for houses out of state to not look at the current taxes on a house and don't take houses out of your search because they have high taxes. 
That's just not the case. If you want to try to get a more accurate estimate of what property taxes will be on a certain home, most counties in the state of Florida will have a property tax estimator calculator that you can use. And most of the time it gives you a range of what your property taxes could be. We jumped into all of that because it is by far the biggest question that I get from out-of-state buyers, but there are a lot of other important concepts and definitions that I want to go over. First, the property appraiser is an elected county official that has the responsibility of appraising all of the property in that county. They do not determine tax rates. Tax rates, also called millage rates, are determined by the taxing authorities in the area that you're going to live in. And depending on where you live, these taxing authorities can be very different. Personally, I live within the boundaries of the city of Tampa. So on my tax bill, one of my taxing authorities is the city of Tampa. So if you're looking in a lot of different areas, you'll probably notice different millage rates. That's simply because there's different taxing authorities in each different area. Okay, so next, your tax bill is broken into two sections, the ad valorem section and the non-ad valorem section. The ad valorem part of your taxes is based on your taxable value of your home. This is where you're gonna see your homestead exemption and your millage rates. The non-ad valorem portion of your tax bill is not based on your taxable value. This is where you will find other charges such as community CDD fees, waste management charges, stormwater charges, etc. So say you're moving into a community with a CDD and you wanna know exactly what that CDD is, you can find that information if you look up the address on the county tax website and look in the non-ad valorem portion. It will be in there. And if you're sitting here wondering what I'm talking about and what a CDD is, I did a video on that a while back. Check that one out. Non-ad valorem charges are subject to change, but they don't change based on your taxable value. Now, what if you're buying a second home here in Florida and you won't be using it as your primary residence? You won't be able to homestead it, so is there a cap on how much your taxable value can increase per year? Yes, your taxable value can only increase by a maximum of 10% a year if it is a non-homesteaded property. You also don't get that $50,000 deduction off your taxable value. Now we talked about homestead exemption, but there are some other exemptions here in the state of Florida that can help reduce your tax bill. I'm not gonna go through all of the exemptions, but there are some personal exemptions that will provide some small discounts. Say you're a widow or a widower, or you have a disability. Those provide some exemptions. The larger exemptions are found if you're active duty military or a disabled veteran. The total exemption amount that you qualify for is based on the percentage of your disability. A total and permanent disability could mean that the entire ad valorem portion of your taxes could be exempt. There are a lot of other exemptions here in the state of Florida. You definitely wanna check out the description box for a link. So now that we have a basic understanding of Florida property taxes, let's talk about how property taxes are affecting the current market and some challenges that we may have ahead. Because of the price increases that we have seen over the last two years, the property appraiser is going to be able to value the homes that have sold during that time at a much higher price than homes that sold not that long ago. What that means is we have the potential to see much higher gaps in property tax bills between similar houses in similar neighborhoods just based on when somebody bought the house. If you bought your house in 2019, that's going to be a much lower taxable value than someone who bought it in 2022. Now, if you really think about it, it seems really unfair for the people who bought in the last two years because not only did they have to pay more, but their property taxes are going to be higher as well. 
Basically, if you were a homeowner in the state of Florida pre-COVID, you are now sitting pretty because you paid less, your taxable value is less, and you probably have a great interest rate as well. That's not a bad position to be in, which brings me to my next concern. Why would anybody who bought a great house pre-COVID, who has a low interest rate and a low taxable value for their property taxes, want to move and increase all those costs? It's a conversation that I have all the time with friends and family and clients. Unless there is a major reason for people to move, most of the people who are already Florida homeowners don't really see a reason to do that. So if current homeowners aren't listing and selling their house and we still have a demand from people to move to Florida, then we could see low inventory problems for a while. Now there is one thing to note regarding this subject and property taxes. In Florida, we have what's called portability, and that's specifically for homeowners that are moving from one primary home to another. Portability is more complicated than I wanna get into here, but it is designed to help with the issue that I was just talking about. Basically, you can take your benefits with you from one house to another, so you're less discouraged to move because of the increase in property taxes. I hope this episode helped clear up any questions that you have about Florida property taxes. You've been listening to the Melanie Loves Tampa Bay podcast experience. Thank you for your support. Consider subscribing if you want to learn about real estate, homeownership, or living in the Tampa Bay area. You can also follow me on YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Links are in my show notes. Or visit my website, melanielovestampabay.com. See you in the next episode. With love, Melanie.